This call is now being recorded. Kramer. Horse. What's up? <laughs> What's up? Cross country horse. How's yeah. the weather in New York? I'll tell you what. It's uh, not. It, I mean, well, it's, you know, I don't like the simple weather, period. I'll tell you what. They got it here, man. It's fucking raining, dude. That's no funny. bueno. No bueno. No bueno. Thanks for asking. Hey, what is yeah, bueno, though? Cleared up here. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yes. How's it going there? Great. Yeah, the weather cleared up. Go ahead. Oh, I, I do. I do. I can open with a success story. Oh, nice. So, okay. This was, I guess it was, yeah, okay. February 13th, day before Valentine's Day. Went to Cheesecake Factory, right? You get the nachos. And I can't normally. You, left that place, huh? you can't believe I did what now? I can't believe you brought that place up. I was just thinking about that place a lot. Why were you thinking about Cheesecake Factory? Because they take on 20 different kinds of cuisine and they perfect them all? No, think about this. Okay. If I said to you, you've got like five hours to live, or, you know, one of those scenarios where you've only got a short amount of time to live or the world's Mm going to explode or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, you can't have sex. Like your answer can't be sexual. Uh, but then you have I do literally anything else. Yeah, like okay. you got like two hours. So I don't know, but what the answer that came to my head was, you know, that case they have at Cheesecake Factory with all the cheesecakes in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you walk in and you go, I could only get one of those. I, you know, I was to me it was, that was my answer. I'd go to that cheesecake window, just eat everything, I guess. Would you would you exchange currency for this, or you would just ransack? I'm sure nobody would be minding. I mean, if Earth was about to, is the entire planet going to be destroyed, or are you just going to die? Are we really going to force that much minutiae into this one? This is one of those things: <laughs> a meteor hitting the Earth. What would you do? And everybody goes, "I would go bang Margot Robbie." And it's a stupid question. I don't know. Are the is the interstate still open? Which lanes are not clogged? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Okay, but in one of those dumb scenarios, if you weren't allowed to go right. bang somebody, then Kramer boom, would be. That I mean, there's cake. a reason why it's called the Cheesecake Factory, man. I mean, they knock it out of the fucking park. I'll tell you what, though. I went there the other day. And I got the nachos, which I've had many times before. So the appeal of the nachos is that they put both shredded and liquid cheese on it. Okay. But the nachos I got the other day, no liquid cheese, just shredded. And I could taste the difference. It was drier. The toppings were, you know, expended quite quickly. Then you're left with just a pile of, you know, dry dry chips. It was It was underwhelming. Okay. I expected more. Well, what I do? I sent him an email. I sent him a fucking email about it. I said, and it's not that I wasn't even. Hey, can I just congratulate Cheesecake Factory? They have been added to the grift horse, uh, you know, list of places to grift. Here we go. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, here's the, like sometimes the best grifts are one that you stumble organically into. Oh, I was yeah. fully, without you know, I've, without I've never had, I've never had a problem with the Cheesecake Factory. In fact, every single time I've ever eaten there in the past, I've been completely delighted. I think, I think they're really? excellent at what they do. Yeah. You I think would, you would rail it. To me, that seems like the ultimate place to rail. It's the only menu that forces you to look at commercials. And there's ads inside the menu. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, but like, you know, this is fuck. You know, hey, at least they're honest about it. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah. you, you're saying here. from a food standpoint, you like what they do. From a yeah, exactly, exactly. From a food standpoint, yes. I mean, the fact that they take on, like I said. At least twenty, maybe thirty, maybe forty. Who knows? Different kinds of cuisine and knock them all out of the park. That's witchcraft. You know what I mean? How can they? It is. How do they do it? It's like a diner. It's like a diner. Well, <laughs> it's like a diner that you have to wait an hour to be seated at. Okay. Yeah, you so. got to get a buzzing vibrator to get your booth. But I will say this: the other similarity is the diner is the also the only other place that might have ads in the menu. But they might only have one for like a local automotive place. It's not going to be like, you know, it's not going to be for like uh, the new Pepsi Max or whatever the fuck, or yeah. uh, cool sculpting. Right. Um. So the nachos, right? I was underwhelmed by it. I send an email. I can't not. You know, I'm just like, hey man, you know, I've had these nachos many times before. There's a reason why I order them. These ones just, they tasted, they, there was something off, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And it wasn't until I got home I realized there was no liquid cheese. And so wow, I didn't okay. necessarily complain. I said, here's how I, here's how I, uh, here's how I worded it. I was like, I'm, have you guys, cha- or have you changed the, um, the recipe <laughs> for it? I just want to know, cause you know, like, in, hey, I won't be ordering confused. it in the future. If you like, am I? You know, am I the fucking bad guy? Like, did you yeah. guys change like, the recipe? Down I is hope up. not. Up is down. What's going on? <laughs> I I sincerely hope you haven't, because well, I mean, it was just so good. That's why I ordered it so many times in the past, and why I was so confused this time. Okay, so I send this email on February thirteenth, right? You might notice that it is March, whatever the fuck. I don't know. Thirteen. Oh, I think it's a, it's a month. It's okay. So it's it's been a month since I sent this email. I send the if email. I was if I was in that office, I go. I bet this bitch had a great Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> She's like a real sweetheart. <laughs> the nachos were so bunk. My husband left me. Okay, so <laughs> a, mu- a month passes. I think like maybe like a week after I sent the email, I get an email from the general manager of the Glendale, California Cheesecake Factory, who was basically what? like, who said it's oh, the you email. Have these. Okay, yeah, these are. I was picturing you eating this in New York. This took place in the past. Yeah, this took place, like I said, a fucking month ago. Uh, And she emails me and is like, call me. The email says, call me. Gives me a number. Wow. Wow. All right. (laughs) I mean, that's like Nordstrom type. That's like Nordstrom type shit. Like, we're going to take care of this personally. Like, yeah, like we want the kid glove touch or whatever. I try to call, though, and there's no answer. Okay. So Ooh, I send an email. That's like ghost, a fake. Took with a chick gives you a fake number. Call me. <laughs> yeah, I try to call and somebody at PGI Fridays picks up. Okay. Uh, but I try and call nothing. And then I like send an email like, yeah, I haven't received a response. 
Smash cut to yesterday morning. Okay, my phone rings, unknown number, 818 area code. What could this be? Well, honey, it's simply Chelsea from the Cheesecake Factory in Glendale. Wow. Okay. That must have been her dream job with the name Chelsea. What, to, to be the, man- the general manager of the Chelsea Factory? Like her, factory her email is probably like Chelsecake21. Chelsea <laughs> <you know. laughs> At yahoo.com? Yeah. She calls up. She's like, hey. You know, first off, I am so sorry for the delay. I just want to say I'm so sorry. So much time has transpired since you sent the email. ETC, ETC. It's like, I just want, I, let's just talk about your experience. Was she what calling happened? from the, okay, go ahead. She was yeah, calling yeah. from, she, she's at work at Cheesecake Factory calling me to hear it, she's you know, the straight from the factory. horse's ass. Well, she was, uh, the... she was in the office, I guess, at the Cheesecake Factory. Could you factory hear industrial noises? <laughs> you hear factory like this. Yeah, I heard a, I heard triangle shirtwaists being sewn together or whatever. There you go. Yeah. Drink, everybody. And she wants, <laughs> you know, she just wanted to hear it straight from me, what had happened. And, you know, I tell her, like, hey, you know, it's something seemed off. And, like, you know, I, I just couldn't put my finger on it until we left. And she's like, well, did you pay for him or did you, like, send them back? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I mean, the place was really busy, so, and she just says, it's Cheesecake Factory. It's always busy. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Oh, fuck. Whoa. Um, well, my bad. Anyway. Right. I we, we talked about it. We hashed it out. I didn't ask for it, but she is sending me a $25 gift card to Cheesecake Factory in the mail right Damn. now. And that nice. is du- approximately double the price of what I paid for for the nachos. So I get Whoa, free mediocre possible. nachos. Plus twenty five dollars, dude. Did she did she give you a reason why they didn't have the liquid on there? Uh, you know, somebody fucked up basically. Ah. It's not because you know, like I was like I like, like I coached it or couched it like I'm not complaining necessarily. I'm just asking, wait a second, did you guys stop using the liquid cheese? Do you know what I mean? And so right. she had to call to assure me, no, this was just an oversight. They do Whoa. continue to use the liquid cheese in case she's anyone. Sending you, she's sending you physical plastic cards? A physical plastic card for the inconvenience of having half-cheesed nachos. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. But, okay, so that opened up. Now we've actually been, you know, talking about – I was talking with Anthony and his sister about, uh, you know, not being delighted with food. Apparently – if something happens with your sweet greens, like Anthony's sister, like, ordered a salad from sweet greens that had plastic in it, right? Take a picture of the plastic. Tell them about it. I think they, they she got, like, another salad and a gift card. So they hook it up. Whoa. In case you're ever not just, completely delighted at sweet greens. You married into the right family over there. Well, then, and then Anthony pipes up, and he's like, you know, sometimes I used to go to sweet greens. You ordered Anthony the salad. Anthony pipes up. Do you, do you see how she's got it already, you guys? <laughs> you ordered. You, he says you ordered. He's not allowed to talk. Anthony pipes up <laughs> while the ladies are talking. <laughs> Anthony decides to pipe up. But the, the Anthony pipes up. He says you, what you do is you <laughs> order the salad at the sweet greens because they got to make it. It's like Chipotle. Like they make it for you live, right? And then after they make it, when they go to charge you, because it's one of those places that doesn't take fucking cash, 
you'd be like, oh, I don't only have cash. I don't have a credit card. And if you do that, then a lot of times the manager will just be like, all right, fine, take it. You know what I mean? Because well, they've already right. made it. It's not like they can sell it to anybody else. Right. Pressure them into just giving it out. Hey, I got I got some tender greens that still have unknown quantities of money on them. You could, I can give them to you if you want them. Where'd you get those? Yeah. Um, I think it's in a who charted thing. Okay. I okay. got them in the who charted days. Used them to a point. They still got money on them, but I'm not well, going to be going over this. So. Well, know you know, you if, like, it's, if it's under ten, you can cash it out. We've been over this, right? Oh, really? Any gift card. In the state of California, uh, if it's under $10, legally they have to provide you cash. But I got to, like, argue with a girl who's in her, like, T-shirt, baseball hat, staff outfit. (laughs) 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 While there's food steaming in both of our faces. I got to argue over the line to get my 347. You are probably going to have to pull up the law on your phone and pass it to her. How about if I give – do I – if I gave it to you, could you cash them out, or you got to have the name that matches? No, no, no. It's just a gift card, man. Yeah, I could cash them out for you. I give them to you. You give me. Now you won't give me anything. I'll just give them to you, and then time will pass. Money <laughs> goes into your account. <laughs> <laughs> you give them to me. I'll uh, cash them out. I'll go directly to grocery outlet and buy you uh, some cliff bars. Thank you. There it's you a go. pipeline. Thank you. What's going on uh, in L.A., dude? What's shaking? Well, first of all, I want to ask you, hmm. what's your if, – if you had to answer this question, right, and you had to answer it within 20 seconds, okay, okay and you're not allowed to ask any follow-up questions, okay? All right. Okay. So Earth is going to be destroyed. You've got two hours. Two you can't hours. have sex. Yeah. What would you do? 30 seconds. No nope. Oh, I have 30. Fuck. I don't think it matters. How's that for an answer? I mean, I've already, like... I, so you'd sit there and do nothing? Cause I'd probably just matter. lay in bed, to be honest. I mean, what do you... You think you'd be, could just quietly lay in bed and wait for the end? Well, I guess, I guess, I mean, it would probably be pretty fucking loud outside, right? Because everybody's preparing to die. Um, Follow-up question. You've been disqualified. Bah! Your time is up. And I mean, I broke every rule. Well, if nothing matters. Every well, rule. Then, well, what do you want me to say? Like, I'm, I'm going to act dead like because it would take you this long to think of something to do, and so you would die. Well, here's the thing. I don't like doing stuff while I'm alive. Why would I want to do something right before I'm going to die? Because, you know what I mean? Because kind of you don't like doing stuff when you're alive because there's no... Uh, urgency, and you could always do it tomorrow, and what's the point? But with two mm-hmm. minutes, you wouldn't have that same attitude, I mm. believe. I mean, I guess it'd be cool to just, yeah, like maybe like take a crowbar to a Tesla or something, just for kicks. Is that the kind of thing That's you're at? Great, like, great target. Is that a good, is that a good That's answer? That's a follow-up question. That's a follow-up question. Oh, that's a, what's the follow-up question? No, you just you asking another follow up question. Oh, I can't ask follow up questions. I, I well, I go, if that's your final answer, do I think it's a good answer? I mean, probably you would do something just based on convenience, like fuck it, it's all going to hell. I'll throw a crowbar through that Tesla. I, don't, I mean, it's not a great, it's not a great answer, but it's probably but, I mean, like think a little about, more realistic. 
the roads are going to be congested. It's not like I can really go. We've been over this, you know, these, these, these kind of questions are designed for fun, quick answers. I mean, um, Mm, I'm overthinking. Even when I was, yeah, it was even, even like 10 minutes ago, I was like, as a joke, I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter if the roads, like how clogged are the roads. Now we're back to the roads. I mean, I get, well, that does lead though. It does lead to a transportation related anecdote. I saw nice. I saw Money a real heartwarming. What what's that? Money saving tip number two. Money saving tip number two. I saw a real heartwarming uh, situation at a train station the other day. Uh, someone, some chick, like didn't have I don't know. You know how like like so when you're at a at a subway stop, they have like the emergency exit, like that door that says that yeah. it'll set an alarm if you open it, but it never fucking does. Some chick Some chick showed up, didn't have a card or anything, and then just like asked the chick who had come in before her to just open the door for her so she could just like get on the train without paying. Yeah. And the chick did. And then uh the chick number one who got in for free gave the chick who opened the door some fruit. Nice. Isn't that nice? Yes, like communal, communal thing. Correct. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like uh, bartering, but then also bartering for uh, everybody. Everybody profited except the train. Except the MTA, yeah, exactly. And you know what? That warms my heart to, to see, to hear, to taste, to touch. Have the you smell. heard about? Yeah. Have you heard about Silicon Valley Bank? Yeah, you're gonna need to explain this to me. What happened? Well, it says. I was hoping that was going to be your end of it. Basically, when I saw the story, I was like, I'm going to bring this up on Grift Horse and have Megan explain it. So we're kind of screwed now. <laughs> but, uh, I've been a little off the grid, yeah. They, yeah, basically, I don't know. I've been seeing these stories captioned with biggest bank fail in years, biggest bank run. Let, they were they lent to mostly – it was bank for mostly wealthy people. So Love it. That's that's the only detail I have beyond the 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 rest of it. So does this mean that there's just like a bunch of venture capital chubs who are out money now? Because this bank failed? Because their bank failed, Possibly. I should say? Possibly, yes. Yeah. Possibly? Possibly. Folks, do you know what happened? Send us an email, griffersplot at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what happened with this big bank. I mean, Explain that- it to us, child. If that's the case that uh you know, venture capitalists lost billions, this would be a huge day for us to be on. We should be more informed. How can we party if we don't know if there's something worth talking about? I don't know. About? I think you took a couple leaps of logic there. I mean that they that they bank mostly with people who had a lot of money. It doesn't put them in the range of venture capitalists, I don't think. I don't, I don't think it was like a bank. So <laughs> people who have a billion to just bet on the new industry. <laughs> well, maybe, I mean, may I just, the fact there that was people got... standing, the people standing in line had like, you know, regular jeans and leggings on. They look like regular people. Oh, uh, okay. They, so they, 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 they didn't look like, you know, yeah, you know, Thurston Howell and Lovey. You know. They were, <laughs> yeah, like holding a Hermes handbag in in line to try and get their right. ten thousand dollars out of the bank. Yeah, 
Okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Well, then, um, thoughts and prayers to everyone affected by that and, well, frankly, everyone all around the world. Right here. On this episode. Episode of, of Griff. Griff. Horse. Phoner. Have you seen the Mr. Beast chocolate feastables? Have I seen Mr. Beast chocolate feastables? Was this the thing where the guy was like, if you see them on display, clean up the display? Yes. Uh, I saw that. Okay. Let's not let this moment pass. For okay. it is a huge moment, whether good or bad, whether people hate it or don't hate it. Huge moment in uh, shelf space, brand marketing. Mostly just a huge moment in shelf space. I mean, if Hershey's shelves were a fucking mess, there isn't a person on earth who's going to do a fucking thing about it. Sure. But because people like Mr. Beast and he, you know, he'll give like shoes to people in foreign countries, whatever. I don't, I've never seen one of his videos, but. I was going to, he, he, he one evidently of those, like, does. Social currency yeah. grifters where it's like, I'm going to uh, help 10,000 blind people see with the benevolence of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like when I, was cool. at, when I was at Wood Grill and like the, you know, the six foot four volleyball playing dudes who have their own bro house like came in to buy everybody stuff. Oh, yeah. Wood Grill. <laughs> I forgot about that, man. They brought their privilege into Goodwill. But I will say for Mr. Beast, there's a possibility that he is a uh, likable guy because he has, he's like a cut above the others. And I'm not saying he is or he isn't, but there's, there's a possibility that he is he is redeemable. Okay, I'm, just, so I'm not we, passing full. When we talk about his product, and is it? I'm assuming just based on context clues, I'm going to say it's keto chocolate. Am I right? No, I don't know. Oh, don't you know don't even know. I don't know. You sound curious about what type of chocolate it is. I, I don't know what type of chocolate it is. Okay, folks, do you know what kind of chocolate it is? Send us an email at firstbody@gmail.com. Continue, Kramer. What's up? Okay, so the idea that his fans would go in each location and clean the shit up is like Four. a brand advantage beyond belief. I mean, it's just like it's an unheard of brand advantage. Are people actually doing this is my question. Yes, people people are taking it upon themselves to do it and post it to social media and go, hey, I cleaned it up. I mean, so he's got – like, He's got, like, simps, like, basically. He's got, like, a simp army like Elon Musk or some shit of just all fucking yeah, betas I mean, who want to please their their overlords. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't know enough about it to pass judgment because he might be a good guy and somebody might just be in fucking Des Moines and go, oh, yeah, I'll clean up his shelf and send him a tweet. Like, I don't know how evilly based it is, but mm-hmm. if, if you wanted to take the – I mean, that's – you know, that's obviously the scathing earth take on it. But, yeah, he's got people that are working for free for him in each city. I mean, like, like even Hershey's couldn't deploy, like, a quality control person probably, or they or they wouldn't. They certainly mm-hmm. would have to pay somebody to do it. I was going to resources from the company. Basically, he's this got an unpaid just, screen team. Yeah, he could drop a product in almost any genre. You know what I mean? He could start mm-hmm. selling, like, tiki torches or something. And then he's just going to immediately have a, that advantage over anyone else in the, in the same space. 
so um, how do we get this going for ourselves? Like, how do we get our unpaid street team? Well, first of all, I want some of those Mr. Beasts that people have the uh, packaging, number one. But let's <laughs> get our it, priorities straight. Is it an aesthetically pleasing packaging or? I mean, to me, it's a big moment in packaging, whether it was or not. I think it's just like these colorful chocolate bar wrappers. Once mm-hmm. again, that's not a detail. It's not I want it because it looks so good. It's just a big moment in like, if you follow this kind of thing. I mean, he, he he might destroy Hershey's with this shit. This is this is step number one. It bet massive advantage, massive tactical advantage. How Bezos <laughs> took down the uh, Barnes and Noble. Oh. Hey gang, I want to talk to directly to the listeners right now. Please. Before we started this episode. I was like, hey, are you ready to stretch and vamp? Because, like, we don't have a ton of topics. Mm-hmm, so we mm-hmm. both got to have our thinking caps on. We got to be ready to stretch. <laughs> so I just did the Mr. Beast thing. Got it. You want to know you, what kind of chocolate it is? I, I think I you really know. knocked so it out I of the park, chocolate. Kramer. I mean, I think so you, I think everyone I is sitting here add. thinking it My doesn't matter what I'd kind love, of chocolate it is. My, My point is I'd love for you to add or extend that somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, basically, what you're saying is that this guy's got a simp army, and since this is grift horse, this is us trying to give people information to make their lives better. We gotta now we gotta sort of uh, brainstorm, figure out how we, and by virtue of us doing it, could maybe instruct a listener to get, construct their own simp army. It seems like yeah. in order to get a simp army, what you have to do is create viral content in which you pantomime benefiting the lives of those who are less fortunate than you. So maybe why don't we start making TikTok videos of us, like, going to the Glendale Galleria, giving away uh, Cheesecake Factory gift cards to people who uh, look like they spent all of their money at Victoria's Secret or whatever. I love it. Let's do it. I love it. Sim Barbie. Sim Barbie, dude. Yeah, well, we get okay. So I get the twenty-five dollar Cheesecake Factory gift card in the mail. Hopefully, I can use that gift card to buy five-dollar gift cards. Because if I buy five-dollar gift cards, then we can get five five-dollar gifts to people at the Glendale Galleria, and we'll probably get at least like a uh, like three and a half minute video out of it. So you were saying that you're exhausted from New York City. Well, what's been going on over there? I. <laughs> can't fucking think i don't do you know i'm like in a place where i guess there are you know like uh, i've experienced nothing cultural i've gone non nowhere i've done nothing i'm just so fucking exhausted by just being here that all i do is just lay on whatever couch i'm sleeping on all day waiting until the millisecond before i have to like leave the apartment at night to go do something i don't understand like, how what have I what? What have I been doing at night? Uh, yeah, like what, what are those things you have to go do? Oh, well, I'm here because uh, Anthony made a movie, and he's showing the movie every night and then, like, doing a and a about it and stuff afterward. Do you and... let him pipe up at the Q&A? Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I start, like, I, yeah. I, give him the, uh, I give him the signal from the back that it's okay to talk. But then I raise my hand, you know, if I don't, if I want him to stop. 
right not on. in like a, I have a question sort of way and kind of like a like I'm playing a theremin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like I'm trying to yeah, what's a grift? You know what I mean? I don't like here's a grift. Don't buy if you don't do anything, you don't buy anything. You know what I'm saying? It's the money, so money saving tips. So, so you've been going to Q and A's. Have you done any stand up shows or anything? I did one show last night. I did Claire's show in a bar in Brooklyn because that's the law. It's fine. You know what I mean? Just, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I felt I felt a hundred going up doing it in much the same way I don't feel a hundred right now because I don't feel like I've actually slept uh, a full night. So is this like, 10 years. would this be, would this be like a turning point for you with New York City? Would this be like a learning experience for you? Like, I don't function so good there. Like, I'm not going to try to go back there because it's like, I just <laughs> go back there and I get exhausted. I think, yeah, in a way, yeah, I, because I've always wondered, like, what is it about this place? And yeah, I actually only just realized this today is that, yeah, whenever I'm here, I never, I can never feel like rested or comfortable or right. not, you know what I mean? I can never like right. think clearly. There's just something right. about, I think maybe like how there's just all these fucking buildings and all these fucking people and there's just like right. soot on everything and it's just like, yeah. oh, it's overwhelming but, as a Californian to be honest. Right. It's not conducive to human life unless you're wealthy enough to insulate yourself from it. Yeah, I mean, like, like you know, and you go everybody's apartment, like their their to their like the room where their toilet is is so small, your knees are touching the door. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you don't got room, you, you don't got room to flop like you do in Los Angeles. I don't know how these fucking people yeah. do it. This is the, the the reason I ask is because I mean, this was like a, I mean, this was a turning point in my life when I just realized like you need to you grew up. Well, I mean, everybody that, like, in my world, you would either stay in the suburbs or you'd go to, like, work in the city. Like, yes. it, it, there's, like, it's a world, like, you, you're not thinking, like, oh, I'm going to move to Chicago. There's nobody even talking about, I'm going to move to L.A. There's nobody talking about going anywhere else. You're either just going to, like, you're either not interested in the city or you're going to the city. Like, that's the whole it was, bubble I grew up in. It was like that in Central California, too, because it's, like, two hours south of San Francisco. It's like anyone that had any sort of, like, artistic or creative aspirations at all. It's like, yeah, right. you either you stay in Hollister or you go to the city, the city being San Francisco. Like, the, it's right. like those are your only two options, basically. Right. But then with New York, you go there and you go, like, Oh, there's all these aggravations. And then you realize, like, a lot of people I met in New York weren't from New York, and they had, it was like their lifelong dream. Like, I always wanted to go to New York, and it was like, it wasn't romanticized for me that way. It was like, the dream was more like, you know, reality. Like, I don't right, like yeah, this place. You grew up too close to it for it to be romanticized, basically. Like, you actually yeah, and I was yeah, and it was fun. But I would, we would go in and out, like, you know, it was the, when, when Times Square was still, like, you know, hookers and mm -hmm. pimps, and you'd walk through that to get to a Broadway show. Like, yeah, it was all that. And then I left, really, before it got cleaned up. 
But well, that's I mean, yeah, that at least that sounds fun. Whereas, like here, you know, you're just like walking around, and there's like, okay, there's a Sephora. You know, there's fucking Sephora everywhere. I know. Like everything now is story. It's fun. It's fun to a point, but like you're experiencing, it's also exhausting. It's like there, there was never a time I got off the train at Port Authority at night and would have to walk like the 11 blocks to my place. There was never one second where I didn't think I was going to get mugged. Like the <laughs> whole time, just like head on a swivel. And so uh, anyway, yeah, when, when it started to go raw and I started to like, because when I was still there is when I met all these people from Texas. And that's when I started to get the idea of going to Austin. Mm-hmm. They were trying to. They were talking it up, and I was, it was just, like, unheard of. I remember, like, Austin. Like, to go from New York and New Jersey to Austin, it's just, like, it's just, it was such an unheard of stop. But I mean, anyway, going there was good, but I like for people to make this. I like when my friends make the same. But I'm not come to the not same conclusion as you? Yeah, I'm sure we have pe- listeners that live there and are thriving and that love it. But if you're like, uh, I don't know, I just, I always grew up knowing I wanted to go to the West Coast. Like, or yeah. just feeling like that was the move. Well, it's just, I a mean, Western, a, man. life is just easier yeah, in Los Angeles, which sounds ridiculous because, you know, all anybody ever talks about is how expensive it is. But it's so much more expensive here. I guess, like, Oh, yeah. Maybe if I lived here, I would have I would have to like grip even harder. Like the, maybe the synapses in the brain would have to would like become even stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what it is. You just get desensitized to it like, because you yeah. become so strong. Because but you got to want it to get that way. It's like going to uh, you know boot camp or uh, you know just one of those things. You got to really want it. But then you also have to really like, feel like New York is the ultimate mountain that you wanted to climb right but yeah i mean you know also counterpoint though like it's very you pretty much everywhere else it's not going to be like 17 dollars for a sandwich you know what i'm saying you're sort of like if if you're not rats everywhere (laughs) and there's also not like rats everywhere and everything's not covered in soot i mean i I have roaches in my my place daily like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like oh you're poor you have roaches it was like it's New York City you have roaches yeah no that what we like stayed in an Airbnb when we first got here and it had fucking roaches and it's like it's not like like why even bother telling the woman do you know what I mean it's like you can tell just by, by, by the, looking at the building that I'm sure every single fucking apartment in it has roaches what is she gonna do about it right what could she do she's putting what, up with them too what could she do. This is the but, down on New York episode, but but um, the I, it's just the price of the price of everything other than riding the subway. I think it's still it's cheaper to ride the subway I think here than it is to like ride the bus in L.A., which I'm sure pleases you. The so, bus in L.A. is irrelevant. Do not even compare it. Like it only <laughs> exists in your mind, and you never use it. So it's like let, let's not even talk about it as if it's like a thing that people do. And also, I mean, I guess, you know, here's money save here's money saving tip number <laughs> half of one. Um, usually it takes just as long to walk somewhere here as it does to even take the train. So it's like you know, 'cause it take it always takes like forty five minutes to get everywhere by a fucking train. So you may as well walk. 
save you two dollars and seventy-five cents. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, extra, I'll but. be honest. It was a pu- that city was a puzzle I couldn't solve. There was there was the amount of workarounds needed. I mean, <laughs> it was. A, I, didn't leave. I was scarred. Even though you're like you're on, you know, it's like a series of islands or whatever, and I'm on, you know, Brooklyn, and like everything I've been doing is here because that's the law or whatever. It's still, it's like, okay, we got to be somewhere at seven o'clock. Well, I guess we have to leave at six because it takes a fuck. You got to take like four train. You got to like go to Manhattan and then come back to Brooklyn. Like it's just like all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I'll just, it's just all just like fighting to get minimal things. Like, well, and then yeah, I and got there. And that was what I went through just to get there. And then, you know, there's just, yeah, and then you like, I don't know, somebody says, hey, let's go to dinner. And then you like go to dinner and it's just like some mediocre chain, like Mexican food restaurant, but you open the fucking menu and everything's like $28. You're like, I didn't consent yeah. to this. What do you mean the fucking enchiladas are twenty eight fucking dollars? Are you out of your mind, man? Crazy. And then you order, yeah, the, and then you order an app, and then you order an app, and just in one drink, and all of a sudden you're getting this Venmo request for forty nine fucking dollars. No, 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 you're not going to cut the bill in thirds, babe. No way. Because I went, I didn't order two margs, I didn't order the twenty eight entree. You saw me get the app. We're not playing that. You know what I'm saying? No Venmo plan, request no denied, dude. I send you what I know I owe. You know what I'm laughing at right now is anyone who thought this might be like an Oscars episode, Oscars <laughs> roundup, or something. <laughs> did you watch it? Celebratory. I did watch it. Yeah. Okay. Well, any fun moments? I wouldn't. I couldn't blow them here because I'm not sure you would add to them, and then I don't have them for my uh, entertainment-based podcast. Mm, right. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I will say that. I will say it was. I'll just say this. It was. I'll say a blanket statement. It okay. was. It was the best one I can ever remember seeing, just because they kept the thing moving and they just celebrated everybody and moved on. There wasn't a lot of slow, stupid bits. There was a couple. And they just didn't waste a lot of time. They just kept the thing moving. Okay. And um, a lot of the a lot of the winners were uh, like foreigners and immigrants and American Dream type stuff, and just a lot mm-hmm. of people who like were really into the fact that they achieved it and won. And were, it was just like it was a lot more was a lot less cynical than a lot of them, and, and that was never a problem that I had with the Oscars. Like, oh, they're too cynical. But uh, anyway, yeah, I was surprised as I was watching. I was like, this doesn't suck that bad. Wow. I didn't That's know they shocking. could do one like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, but here's a question. How was the uh, how was the opening bit that I probably would have done background in? Oh, that's right. I'm trying yeah. to remember what it was. What happened during the opening bit? Trying to remember that. That's why I think this thing was mercifully. I don't remember them sticking around too much. Oh, oh, yeah, I, I got him. Yeah, I don't know. What? It would involve me. I basically they made believe that it was Top Gun and Jimmy Kimmel was the host, and he was like they made believe he was like parachuting in, 
So they okay. had those, like, Top Gun military planes, like, fly over the Oscars, <laughs> you know? Like, in and real so, life, they had, like, Blue Angels fly over the fucking mall that the Oscars take place Well, on. that's the thing. I mean, they cut to the plane footage, and you don't really know if it's, like, oh, it's just, like, stock footage, or they filmed it earlier. That well, you, it's you down don't the really street know. from you. You'd be able to hear it. Was it live or not? I'm saying, when you cut to the air of a shot of plane... <laughs> You don't you don't know when or where it was from or when when you when all of a sudden it's just like <laughs> hey shot a plane right okay just so out of curiosity I was, like, oh. I was wondering if right, you so, heard whether or not it was live so patience patience please okay okay so this patient. is what the whole story is about so when I, I I mentally click in, oh, they're doing a bit where he parachutes in. And then all of a sudden, ungodly noise in the sky where these fucking military planes from Top Gun are basically sailing over Dragon Matter <laughs> to go you know, east to the Oscars. I mean, it was yes. crazy. It was just like a fucking air raid. I'm like, oh, my God, that's what it sounds like when they go by. It was uh-huh. their fast. I love inconvenient, like, yeah, the noise polluting an entire city of however many fucking million just to do the opening bit, the Top Gun-related opening bit to the Oscars. Okay, very cool. Well, how about that we noise, we noise pollute every city every day so some asswipe can go to 7-Eleven and get Pringles with his fucking Harley? Like, I, I was I was less offended by, like, a big bit going on for 20 seconds. I mean, the amount of shitty fucking cars that go by with that thing installed that makes it sound like they're in a drag race and they're only going fucking 20. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Hey, what an uplifting event. What a, what a big episode. You got to come back. These phoners are rough. Man. Oh, because uh, eye contact is what really makes makes the dream work. Yeah, I, say, I say you give, I say you take the tra- training wheels off the husband's. Let him go handle one of these on his own. Mm-hmm. And then you stay in L.A. and we bust out some quality horse. I mean, I'm coming back tomorrow, bro. We'll, ca- we'll KMG on Wednesday, bro. You don't have to worry Woo. about it, dude. I'll Me put and a the three jockeys still listening. I'll, I'll put a cup of coffee on. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Prebot. No, Prebot bailed out a long time ago. It's information-based. <laughs> Me... I'd say we still got STB. No um, drama, David. Uh, there you go. RB. Fucking. Oh, RB's information based. He probably bounced. Mm. I would say just a Canadian. We got a Canadian. Probably still, a Canadian. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe someone in uh, England desperate to hear some Hollywood <laughs> gossip. Some, some Oscars related tea, right as it were. Write in. Let us know if you if you caught the end of this one. If you are listening, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to us speak right now, write us in griffersplot at gmail dot com. Did I ever tell you about? Uh, Meryl used to do um, like very primitive, like web web streaming shit. Like at the beginning of like when you could stream shit on the internet. I guess like her and Winamp. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, <laughs> like Winamp style. I guess her and. Uh, Oh, fuck. What's her name? Oh, God, and we're not closing. editing this either. Kurt, let's Rousing just say Kurt. Closing the, I thought we were doing a dismount. I thought we were mercifully letting everybody go. 
we're about to dismount, but the, the, it just reminded me of this anecdote. So uh, she did this like show on this this on this web this like comedy website that like it was very clear that no one fucking watched it all, but this was at like the big like the boom in the like the internet boom where like they were just putting millions of dollars into shit that like no one was actually consuming. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. they had this they had this show basically on this uh, website that another host of another show on the website. I said on air, basically, like, if anyone is actually, if anyone is watching this right now, call me at this number and I will give you, like, a thousand dollars. And no one did. (laughs) And no one did because no one was watching it. Wow. That's the whole anecdote. That's wild. Um, I wish we still had that. I wish we re- I wish we could have dude, if we were being paid like $10,000 just to do this into a vacuum right now. That'd be pretty clutch, man. I wouldn't be sending emails to Cheesecake Factory if that were the case. That's not true. I would still be sending emails to Cheesecake Factory. What am I talking about? I'm going to email uh, Citizens Valley Silicon Valley Bank see if they got something like that for. Yeah, see if they can sponsor our uh we'll read copy for them. Let's see if they can sponsor us, dude. Yeah. Yeah, let's get on it. Hey, uh, check out all the other programs, and we will see you right, <laughs> right here, here next, next week, week on, on Grift, Grift, Grift Horse. Horse. Bye, Kramer. <laughs>